You're listening to the Faith Roots Audio Podcast with Pastor Willie George. You can watch the full video version of this episode and join the conversation with your comments on the Faith Roots YouTube channel. Simply search Faith Roots on YouTube and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Now, here's Pastor Willie George with today's message. Well, we're getting near the end of our series, but we can't stop now. The miracles that God used to supply Jesus are just incredible. We've read about eight instances of divine favor. In other words, where people of means were used by God to get things to Jesus exactly when he needed them. Now we're going to take a look at uh, some something a little different. It is a divine connection with fish. And there are three of these instances in the Gospels. The first one is found in Luke's Gospel, chapter 5, verse 1. Let's begin reading. This is the NIV. One day as Jesus was standing by the lake of Gennesaret, that's just another word for the Sea of Galilee, with the people crowding around him and listening to the word of God, he saw at the water's edge two boats left there by fishermen who were washing their nets. He got into one of the boats, the one belonging to Simon, and asked him to put out a little from the shore. Then he sat down and taught the people from the boat. When he had finished speaking, he said to Simon, put out into deep water and let down the nets for a catch. And I love this about Jesus because if he uses you, he also rewards you. And that's what he's doing here. Simon answered, Master, we've worked hard all night, haven't caught anything, but because you say so, I will let down the nets. When they had done so, they caught such a large number of fish that their nets began to break. So they signaled their partners in the other boat to come and help them. And they came and filled both boats so full that they began to sink. And when Simon Peter saw this, he fell at Jesus' knees and said, Go away from me, Lord, for I'm a sinful man. For he and all his companions were astonished at the catch of fish they had taken. And so were James and John, the sons of Zebedee, Simon's partners. Then Jesus said to Simon, Don't be afraid, from now on you will catch men. So they pulled their boats up on the shore, and they left everything and followed him. Now this is a remarkable miracle, and Jesus did not create the fish. He just ordained that the fish should be in that particular spot when they would throw the nets there. So this is a divine connection, a movement where God is demonstrating his power over the created universe or things in the created universe and moves them into a junction where they can be utilized to supply a need. And he does that with fish. Fish are symbolic of men. Christ said to the disciples, follow me, I will make you fishers of men. Another thing here that's interesting is this catch of fish was more than what they would need for a single day or a week's wage. This was a sizable amount of money represented. And so all of these businessmen, James, John, Simon, and Andrew, his brother, they would have had money to put into the hands of their families in order that they might go and follow Jesus. Now the scripture doesn't say that, but the principles 
of Scripture tell us that you are supposed to take care of your family. And if they're leaving their boats, which is their means of income, there's got to be some other way for their bills to be paid. And I have to believe that this great catch of fish is what provided for them for quite some time as they followed Jesus in the early days. But it is a supernatural connection. Now, here is a second one, and this is found in the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 17, verse 24. After Jesus and his disciples arrived in Capernaum, the collectors of the two drachma tax came to Peter and asked, doesn't your teacher pay the temple tax? Yes, he does, Peter replied. When Peter came into the house, Jesus was the first to speak. What do you think, Simon, he asked, from whom do the kings of the earth collect duty and taxes, from their own sons or from others? And he said, from others. Then the sons are exempt, Jesus said. But so that we may not offend them, go to the lake, throw out your line, take the first fish you catch, open its mouth, and you will find a four drachma coin. Take it and give it to them for my tax and yours. And so here we have another supernatural event of provision. Now that fish had somehow swallowed a coin, had it stuck in his mouth. And uh, it was in the Sea of Galilee just waiting to be caught. Once again, divine connection happened here, and God ordained that that fish be at just the right place at that time for Peter to catch it, and once again, a fish is used to provide a need. And as I said earlier, fish are types of men. God uses people that we reach for the gospel to be the ones who support the gospel. And that's what you see in these stories. The last of these is a very important uh, story. It's found in the Gospel of John chapter 21. It's critical because it has to do with Peter getting back into the ministry. You can imagine how Peter would have felt after he had denied knowing Christ three times the night that Jesus was taken to trial. Peter said, I don't even know him. He cursed in the rooster code two times uh, as Peter denied Jesus three times. And so we know that Peter probably had a tremendous amount of guilt over this. And there are probably other people wondering, is Peter finished? Does this mean he's no longer qualified for ministry? Well, what happened here in John 21 is Jesus is reestablishing Peter as an apostle. And Peter has said, I'm going to go fishing. In other words, he's thinking about, I'm getting back into what I was before. I've blown it. Uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I know Jesus is raised from the dead, but I'm not sure about my ministry. So let's look at this. Afterwards, Jesus appeared again to his disciples by the Sea of Tiberias. It happened this way. Simon Peter, Thomas called Didymus, Nathaniel from Cana in Galilee, the sons of Zebedee, two other disciples were together. I'm going out to fish. Simon Peter told them, and they said, we'll go with you. So they went out and got into the boat, but that night they caught nothing. Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, <clears throat> but the disciples didn't realize it was Jesus. He called out to them, and he said, friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. <clears throat> he answered, throw your net on the right side of the boat, and you'll find some. 
When they did, they were unable to haul the net because of the large number of fish. Then the disciple whom Jesus loved, that's John, said to Peter, it's the Lord. And as soon as Simon Peter heard him say, it is the Lord, he wrapped his outer garment around him for he'd taken it off and jumped into the water. The other disciples followed in the boat, towing the net full of fish, for they were not far from shore, about a hundred yards. When they landed, they saw a fire of burning coals there with fish on it and some bread. And Jesus said to them, bring some of the fish you have caught. Simon Peter climbed aboard and dragged the net ashore, and it was full of large fish, 153. But even with so many, the net was not torn. Now what I want you to see with this is that God never says anything without a purpose. And if the gospel writer... John, in this case, was moved to tell us that there were 153 fish in that net. There's a reason for it. And people have stubbed the toe over this for centuries, wondering what does this mean. Well, one man did a study and found that if you were to go through the Gospels and list every person that Jesus ministered to, either by name or by number. For instance, there would be 10 lepers or there were two blind men. We don't know their names, but we know there were two. If we counted them all, there were exactly 153. Now, that's interesting. But here's what I believe is the deepest significance. In the Hebrew language, the numbers and the letters are exactly the same. In other words, the, the number one is the letter Aleph. Aleph is one, Bet is two, and so forth. Meaning that any word spelled out is a sequence of letters, but it's also a sequence of numbers. There is a phrase that appears in the Old Testament six times. It is Benaha Elohim. And it means literally the sons of God. You guessed it, the numerical value of that phrase, Benaiha Elohim, is 153. I think they probably knew this. And as they thought about it, they could see Jesus brought us right back into the business that he called us to when we first began to follow him. We are going to catch the sons of God. Now shortly after this, Jesus three times asked Peter, do you love me? Three times Peter confessed, yea, Lord, you know that I love you. What was Jesus doing? He was giving Peter a chance to offset what he had done before, where he denied the Lord three times. Now he's confessing the Lord three times. So this miracle of the great catch of fish is a way of cementing Peter back into the ministry, letting him know that all is forgiven. You're restored to your place. It's time to go catch fish again. So these are not just miracles of provision, but the way that they're given also teaches something about the mission that we're to have. So we see three miracles of divine connections. Now, first eight miracles we read about are divine favor. But now we've got these connections where God put the fish in just the right place for his people to find them. God is able to do that. Tomorrow, we're going to get into three more supernatural manners of provision. I'll see you then. 
I want to thank you for watching our podcast today. And if you really liked it, would you please give us a little thumbs up by clicking on that sign down below? And then I would encourage you to subscribe to our channel so you don't miss any of our future podcasts because they're all going to be good. And if you would like to support us financially, either with a one-time gift or recurring gift, you can do that by clicking on the link below or going to myfaithroots.com. Thank you so much for watching this program. We hope this message has been a blessing to you. Ratings and reviews help us reach more people. So take a moment to leave a review on your podcast app and consider sharing an episode with a friend or family member that needs to be built up and encouraged in the Lord today. Thank you for listening.